Welcome back to the Meaningful Success Podcast. My name is Saya, and this is my dad. Wade, today's episode is sponsored by Thanksgiving, which is three <laughs> days away. And at, at the time of recording. Yeah, at the time of recording. We're, we're uh, recording this on uh, the 20th of November, so we've got a little bit of time, but it's I'm really looking forward to it. Going out to Houston to see y'all, and yeah, it'll be really nice. We brought a big pan to make the turkey. So obviously, uh, at the time people are listening to this, it'll be a few days after Thanksgiving. But I would be curious, what, Saya, is your win for this week? My win is that I have been just really trying to go all in on my on my writing in a way that I haven't fully, that I've basically just really trying to press in more to like taking different courses from people about topics related to like writing career and reading through and making notes through some books on uh, writing career stuff and just really, really been going all out on that. And it's felt really good to do that. So more on the business of writing more so than the how to write stories or that kind of thing. Right. Comes into it a little bit, but but it's it's the stuff that I that I don't know. Like I know how to be in business for yourself, but being a, mm-hmm. in business for yourself as an author is is its own thing. So that's been I mean, like today, for example, I spent like a couple hours at a coffee shop just continuing to plow through the book I've been going through and I've been ordering other books and like just trying to really go all in on it. And so that's been really good. What is your win? So my win is actually I've mentioned on a previous episode that that I'm trying to exercise on a regular basis. And I've kind of got a, a routine where I'm kind of a couple of days where I do things like uh, calisthenics and burpees and all that kind of stuff. And and couple of days that I do weights and stuff like that. And then a couple of days that I do extended walks and runs and that kind of thing. One of the things that I started to do, and I really didn't think about this as a commitment, but I started integrating this a couple of weeks ago. And I realized I'm actually kind of being consistent with this is I'm reintroducing myself to martial arts that I did a long time ago. And for whatever reason, it didn't feel like it was a long time ago. It feels like, oh, I used to do uh, Tang Sudo Karate not that long ago, but looking back, it's been like 24 years now. (laughs) Yeah. I remember you doing that when I was a kid. So correct. Correct. So I've been kind of just re-practicing some of those moves and and that kind of stuff. And it's, it's good because you get all kinds of balance and strength and use muscles you haven't been using and that kind of stuff. So, so kind of just reacquainting myself with that and, and, and getting that going again. That's my win for this week. Great. So what are we talking about today, Dad? What is our topic? Well, our, our topic actually kind of blends a little bit tangentially to to your win this this week. You mentioned that you're kind of taking time to really learn and invest yourself to to learn and read books and things to develop skills in an area, specifically the, write, the writing business. When should we seek out or re- recognize that we might could benefit from a coach or a mentor? And why would we go about seeking a coach or mentor in our success journey. I mean, at what point does that become something that says, you know what, this is something you should really seek out and, 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 uh, and why? So when should you get a coach and a mentor? And then why would you seek out a coach and or mentor? Yeah. And I think, I think they blend together to some extent, but they are two distinct questions. So I think that Maybe let's address those two questions in the opposite order. Let's start with why would you why would you look for that? The way I see that is the reasons for seeking out 
coaching or mentorship, which are kind of, I think we should also distinguish the difference between those two things. Coaching is more, uh, a little bit more general. It can be really personal. Uh, it can be, you know, really specific, like one-on-one coaching uh, in a certain area or things like that. Mentorship is, I view a little differently. I view it as more of almost being uh, kind of taken under somebody's wing who has specific experience or specific, uh, you know, are established in some way in the area that they're mentoring you in. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a little bit of an additional step beyond coaching, at least in my mind. I think there's a commitment difference. Coaching is to learn the skills so that you can improve on your own to some extent, because a coach is not doing the work for you. A mentor doesn't either. But a coach is about, you know, helping you to build the skills, take the steps, to have a plan, to improve in whatever area that you're looking at. That mentor, I think, is what you said earlier, is they are taking you under their wing. It's kind of like they're walking the journey with you. And it's not that a coach can't walk the journey with you, but there's a different level of commitment. Yeah. And I think there is also crossover. I think, you know, there can be mentors who are coaches and coaches who are mentors. And some of this is just semantics. True. But... I think that that's an important distinction just because mentorship is, generally speaking, something that is going to be, without a better term for it, kind of a higher level. And coaching is a slightly lower level. And I don't mean that in like coaching is not amazing. It's just that we're talking about, you know, kind of going from going to the next level. Like if you're going from coaching, no coaching to coaching is huge. And then I think coaching to mentorship is also another big Uh, jump in terms of the quality of the specific attention you're getting. Well, I think that's another good point. I think that if you are, I'm going to flip it around a little bit, if you're the mentor versus the coach, I do coaching in my, in my business or in, in the work that I do and oversee it. Uh, that area. And I used to have my own consulting practice and and I coached probably 40 or so more people per each month. You're checking in, you're finding out where they are, the things that you're, you're dealing with, the things that they're facing, you're helping them overcome some challenges. Where as a coach, I could support, you know, maybe 40 people or so a month. I could not mentor 40 people. Mentorship is a huge commitment. And I think that a ment- from a mentorship perspective, you're, you're, Usually a mentor is only mentoring maybe one other person or maybe a handful. It's a it's a different level of commitment. Yeah, on both ends, I would say. I would say Correct. for the, the person mentoring and the person being mentored, that's very true. Understanding that difference, right, then why would you seek those things out, right? So if you're yeah. seeking out coaching, it's going to be a little bit more, and this is, again, my personal interpretation of it, coaching is going to be a little bit more on the informational side. It'll be a little bit more on I'm kind of stuck in a spot and I need, I need advice, I need you know ideas, I need common best practices, whatever that might be. Sometimes that might be really individual and it might be really tailored to you as an individual. Largely, coaching is going to be, you know, you think of like a sports coach, right? Like. Yep. If you're having trouble playing football as a high schooler, understanding a certain aspect of of the position you're playing, your coach can kind of give you that one-on-one attention to help you 
bring you up to the standard that you're supposed to be at, right? Whereas a mentor would be more like taking you to the level where you can become professional, where you can become whatever. It's someone who knows intimately the whole process, probably has a lot of experience going through the journey themselves. It's sort of the difference between, you know, you think of like Rocky, right? Like his coach and Rocky. Yeah. I would almost, I mean, it is a coach, but it's almost more of a mentor. It's just this very specific, very deliberate, very intense relationship. The pursuit level is a little different and all that kind of stuff. If I was to lay out what are the three things maybe that point to a need for a coach or a mentor? I think the first is recognizing that there's a challenge that you're facing in an area or there's a gap, an area where you're having trouble. You've You've, you've had a tough time making things work in an area of your life or your business. And so there may be a challenge or, or a gap that you're facing. On the flip side of that, you may also be having success, but you're really wanting to take that to a level beyond where you you have experience too. So so I think that sometimes we, we take coaching, we say, okay, well, someone's got a deficiency, so we need coaching so we can close that gap. And there is coaching to do that and that development. But I think also when we look at it, you know, for, take, for example, Tiger Woods, when he was when he was playing really active, he had a coach and he was at the top of the sport. But yet he had a coach who was helping him perfect his swing and make sure he was consistent and various things like that. So I think coaching one is to help you close a gap or deficiency or, or overcome a challenge or to help you take whatever you're doing in a given area and take it to the next level beyond where you've maybe you have experience or you've seen seen success before. So I think that's that's item number one. I think item number two is when you recognize I need guidance. I, I need somebody who has expertise beyond mine. And maybe I need a plan that I don't know how to put the plan together. So getting that guidance, getting you want a guidance, you want plan, you want some expertise, you want some training, that would be another signal that a coach could be beneficial for you. And then I think the third thing would be when you recognize you need to personally make a commitment that you need accountability to to hold that commitment moving forward. As someone who's coached a lot of people, I will tell you that that one item right there, particularly the accountability, is something that surprisingly, we think of accountability as this negative term, oh, gee, I need accountability. Someone's going to hold my feet to the fire. Consistently uh, in my work as a coach or in working with a team of coaches, consistently the feedback we hear where, where people say, if you could step it up and do it even more, what they say is, if you could even hold me more accountable, which seems odd that that would be what people would request, but it is something that people recognize this is something I have a need for because Maybe I haven't been able to succeed in this area because I've not been consistent or I've not had accountability. I think recognizing the gap or deficiency or an area that you want to develop or think that you can take to the next level, uh, recognizing that you need that guidance um, or a plan, recognition that you need to make a commitment that this is something I'm, I'm not just thinking about, I'm not just toying with, but I'm actually going to commit to doing and I'm, I'm committing at the same time to having accountability or having someone hold me accountable to growth and to, to taking the steps that I say that I'm going to take. I think those are three things for me that really surface when I think about when might I need a coach to help me. 
Yeah, I would say another purpose of coaching, this is something I just thought of. This is something my coach, um, my writing coach, Colleen Mitchell from Tally Inc. says. She says, you know, you can't see the label of the wine bottle from inside the wine bottle. It's basically just this idea that your blind spots, your issues, the things that may be tripping you up are not always things you're going to be able to see yourself. And that's another mm. role of coaching as a coach is going to have the ability to, especially the more they get to know you and all that, to be able to kind of see those blind spots and see those things you can't see yourself um, mm -hmm. and bring them up to you and help you explore them and help you to overcome them as well. I think that's really good. And and that blind spot does not, I mean, sometimes that can carry a negative connotation. Gee, this is something I'm, I'm ignorant to, I'm doing, but it can be just literally there's a gap. And that blind spot is you don't even know that this this aspect of what you're trying to to tackle is something that is is needed. And so that coach can help with that blind spot of just ignorance from the standpoint, I don't even know that this is an area that I should be aware of. That's really good. I've never heard that phrase before. I think this leads naturally into when should you look at finding coaching, finding mentorship? I think the answer to that is kind of answered in the reasons why you would seek a mentor, mm -hmm. right? Or a coach. If you are in a position where you are taking what you're pursuing seriously enough that you want to get to the next level, that you feel like you need mm -hmm. accountability, that you feel, you know, all these different things we've been talking about, you think maybe I do have blind spots that I can't see myself, that I need help, whatever the reasons may be. If you're at a place where you're committed enough to your path that these are things you need, that's, I think, when you seek out coaching. That's mm -hmm. when you seek out that assistance because at that point, you are at a level where you're committed enough to make that investment worth it, especially mm -hmm. if you are a teachable person, especially if you're a coachable mm -hmm. person. And that's the other piece of this too is it's a waste of everyone's time if you are not willing to take the things that your coach is telling you and put them into action or to Correct. question your perspective and listen to what they're telling you or whatever it may be, right? So there's an understanding that if you are seeking coaching, you're willing to get coached, right? And sometimes you may not fully agree with what, the, with what your coach says, but a lot of times they're going to be right because they see things more accurately from the outside than you can see them from the inside. And some of that coachability is, is do you embrace a growth mindset? Like you said, I mean, are, are you willing to challenge your thoughts and, and beliefs and, and understanding? And some of it is timing. Sometimes you may not be coachable because you are so under the gun with other things that you just can't add another thing to your plate. So even if you're committed, even if these are things that you said, this is what I need, and you recognize the need for coaching, sometimes part of that win is recognizing, do you have time and mental space, I should, maybe I could say, or emotional space to invest yourself in change? We all go through seasons where, honestly, we're pushed to the max and the ability to, to do something different is almost too much to ask. So I think that the coachability also includes timing. Is this the right time for you to get that coach? That said, I, I do think that these are things that it's an investment and you have to recognize you're making an investment because any coach that you might seek out, they have gotten their ability to help you because of a lot of experience on their side and their time is valuable. And it's really not a about the hours. It's really about the the way that they can help shorten your time to success. 
I mean, there's things that you can learn on your own. I mean, we've got with YouTube and everything else there, there's all these kind of resources. You can use those to help you get where you want to be. But at the end of the day, it will probably take you far longer and you will probably still end up with gaps because those are all secondary sources. That's not that coach looking at you. Like you said, you're still looking at it from inside the wine bottle. You still won't see those those areas. You may develop a bunch of things, but there's still that. And so so there's value in it. It needs to be something that you're willing to make that investment, I think is another thing. I've, I've been coached on some areas that, that I have found it invaluable. And I know that you've shared re- recent programs, the same thing with some financial coaches and such that you've recently been making some investments with. It's You've seen it value. Yeah. I mean, in financial coaching, as well as like, you know, like I said, I have a writing coach. Her influence and input has been hugely influential um, in just helping me to work through the stuff I'm caught on. If I was going it alone, and part of this is also a community element, um, part of this is like, you know, coaching comes from coaches and it comes from your peers accountability can come from coaches as well as your peers like some of this can be accomplished in a group environment but there is something unique about someone who has the skill set either naturally and or by training to specifically help you work through problems Uh, and if they are someone who kind of specializes in the area that you're trying to pursue like in my case writing that's all the more valuable and yeah it's it is worth it is a financial investment it is a time investment Mm -hmm. uh, and it's also an emotional and a mental investment Mm -hmm. but it's worth all of those things and when should you do that as soon as you reach a point where you think that you need it Mm -hmm. and that you're willing to make those investments slash able to make those investments and i would say that that Getting good coaching is one of those things I'm saying from experience right now where I'm at that I really feel like it's one of those things that is worth making some sacrifices for because it helps you make so much more progress than you can do just by yourself. I think this is this has been really good discussion. I encourage everybody to think about it. You know, if that's something that you've been contemplating, maybe this is that conversation that will help you say, you know, I've been thinking about it. Now it's time for me to move forward, and I encourage you to do so. Well, on that note, I think it's time we start heading toward the end of the episode. But before we finish things up for today, you all know what that means. It's time for the weekly favorite. Oh, it's the weekly favorite. So, Dad, what is your weekly favorite? Zucchini lasagna. (laughs) Mom made some zucchini lasagna, and it's... um, it was incredible. We had it the last two nights. It was great. <laughs> My uh, weekly favorite is, I think it was yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. Uh, Saturday or Sunday. Audrey and I, there's a trailhead that's like three minutes literally down the road from our apartment uh, that we finally went and checked out. And it was really good. And it was like a much better walking trail than any of the other ones we've found so far. Some of which we yeah. had to drive you know 15 minutes to get to and so knowing that that's there now uh it's like oh this is great like we can go there whatever we want Sweet. and so that's that's my weekly favorite is we found that trailhead and i'm really looking forward to going back awesome well everyone we appreciate you te- your time and uh hopefully this was helpful for you um 
As we continue on, on our, our uh, success journey together, I wish you all a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, or when this comes on, I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, Saya? Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And happy holidays and for the beginning of the holidays, at least. Yep. And uh, we'll see you next time. The Meaningful Success Podcast is myself, Saya, and my father, Wade. Wade. That's me. Wade. Uh, <laughs> music is Brings Back the Feeling by Daniel Gunnarsson, licensed through Epidemic Sound. If you want to learn more about the podcast, you can do so at MeaningfulSuccessPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. For the moment,